Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we're talking about how to nail your next lunch through stellar copy with the incredible Danny page. Danny is a launch copywriter for digital entrepreneurs like you and me. She specializes in high converting sales pages, email sequences, and launch campaigns, helping creative entrepreneurs create the sales, the impact, and the freedom that they envision for their business and for their lives. Fun fact, she is a previous professional athlete, so her competitive side actually shows up and helps her bring out a lot of big wins and incredible results for her clients. And she celebrated incredible things like six-figure launches for her clients and knows that connecting with readers through the words you write is what can truly bring your fun to new heights. So Danny, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. Me too. Thank you, Bonnie, for having me and for the lovely intro. (laughs) Of course. Um, I love getting to hear a little bit about the incredible work that you do. And I I love hearing about those big wins that you're able to facilitate for your clients. But I also secretly, not so secretly actually, love hearing a little bit more of who you are in the backstory. So if you're up for sharing, would you mind uh, kind of sharing with us a little bit more about the incredible work that you do and, uh, you know, you, the incredible person behind the brand? Absolutely. Thank you. So yes, I, my name is Danny. I'm a launch copywriter. So I help digital entrepreneurs write unboring launch copy so they can convert more students into their amazing programs. So that's that's in a nutshell what I do. I'll give you a little backstory, a little background about me. So I always like had a knack for writing, but I didn't really think I could ever make a career out of it, truly. And I stumbled into this whole like online world. And I feel like it was a bit like opening up the Alice in Wonderland door. I just like <laughs> stumbled into it and it was just this, this whole new world and just opened up a bunch of new opportunity for me. So that was two years ago and kind of fast forward to today, I feel like I have a absolute dream job just working with other entrepreneurs and helping them, you know, helping lift them towards their biggest launches. It's just so, so rewarding. That is the dream. And I love that, like you were talking about building this business that's so fulfilling, but it, it, it's not only fulfilling for you, but it helps you create this really powerful series of transformations for your clients, which is so amazing. Yeah, it's so true. And like clients come to me and they're, they're doing such amazing things, mm-hmm. but they just can't really get the words out to, to show it, right? So I'm able mm-hmm. to help them um, do just that and let them kind of keep in their, their zone of genius. Mm, I love that. Well, one thing that you were talking about earlier, and, and I also mentioned this in uh, your bio, but something that you really focus on with your clients is creating sales, but also impact and freedom. And I think that I really respect that you're helping them create that freedom, not just in their businesses, but also in their lives. So I'm kind of curious, how does launch copy fit into that kind of growth and that kind of transformation for your clients? Yeah. So I think like 
the most important thing to think about when it comes to launch copy is that it's not just creating excitement. And, you know, I often hear like there's this big myth that you just want to create excitement and, you know, things will sell. And that's Mm. not, that's not it at all. I mean, there's a portion of that for sure, but there's so much more than that. And like, we want our launch copy to actually take our, our readers on a journey from where they are to where they want to be. So launch copy, you know, we look at it and what we're actually doing is, you know, challenging our readers limiting beliefs and like helping them overcome objections and helping them see that your offer will actually lead them to their hopes and dreams. So launch copy just isn't, you know, spitting off features about your program and like shouting this excitement about it. It's really digging in much deeper than that to sell your offer. And, and I also want to make a note that, you know, we're selling it to the correct person too. We're not just selling to sell to anyone. Mm -hmm. We're really helping that specific person overcome their objection or sorry, overcoming their problem. And, and really that's how everyone wins. That's how we create the sales, you know, for my clients, but really creating the impact for their clients too. It's, it's a really beautiful like ripple effect. It really sounds like it. And I can, I'm I'm a really visual person. So I can almost like picture that in my head of that like ripple effect that that work that your clients are doing and that you are helping them do through launch copy. They're able to then connect with their ideal clients, use their services or their products for good in that person's life. And then that just kind of continues to move out in a positive direction from there, which is really exciting when you think about it. For sure. It just kind of all comes full circle, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So I'm really tracking with you around this idea of, you know, how launch copy can show up, how it can help create those sales, that impact, that amazing freedom. But how does launch copy differ from standard website copy? Because I know that we hear, especially in the entrepreneurial community and the creative community as a whole, we hear so much about the importance of nailing your website copy. But I imagine that since, uh, you know, there's some big differences between just kind of the, the static copy that lives on your website versus, you know, the content you're creating for an actual launch, mm-hmm. I, I think there's probably some differences, right? Yeah, that's a really great question and absolutely differences. I mean, there's a lot of similarities too, mm-hmm. speaking about our brand and whatnot, but definitely lots of big differences. So let's um, unpack this one here. So websites are a bit more front facing, I'd say. They're perfect for first impressions and like that first point of content or contact and like a really great place to welcome our people into our world. And, but often like people need more than just one, you know, one website visit to want to work with you. You know, I think it's human buying behavior. I think it says people need like six touches. Um, So we, we often want them to, you know, come into our world a bit more and feel a little bit more connected. And so that's why we encourage people to sign up for our freebies so we can continue emailing them and nurturing them to connect with them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and in the process of this, you know, they get more familiar with you and your work and they're much more open to buying from you. So essentially what I've actually just explained is a funnel really. So the website is the beginning of that funnel. We're not typically selling, we're just kind of nurturing them in. And once you've done that, once they've essentially, you know, moved down your quote unquote funnel, you've, you've actually earned the right to sell to them. And that's where launch copy comes in. 
So launch copy is really hyper-focused on selling that one thing. So your one offer, often it's for like a determined amount of time. Mm. So that's, yeah, that's kind of the difference there. Website is very welcoming, nurturing. It's that brand awareness. And then we can kind of transition to launch copy, which is the focused selling portion. That makes so much sense. And I, I really love how you differentiated those two as both are equally important, both kind of play a role together. And almost I, I kind of can think of them as like puzzle pieces that go together, but uh, they serve very different functions. And it sounds like exactly like what you were saying, that launch content and that launch copy is such a powerful way to very directly target your ideal client about a current offer or service, right? Yeah. And, and it's true that they do kind of go hand in hand. Like I would never want to start selling to someone if I haven't, you know, if they don't have that brand awareness about me, if they Mm -hmm. haven't been nurturing. So they do really, you know, one's not more important than the other. We just kind of use them at different times, but both are needed for sure. That makes so much sense. So if someone is gearing up for a big launch, like they have, you know, their course is about to reopen or they're wanting to, you know, fill seats for their mastermind, where should we think about using launch copy? You've been talking about how amazing it is, but (laughs) where do we actually plug it in and put it into practice? For sure. So when I think of launch copy, I, you know, there are a lot of pieces, the two main components, though, that I typically hone in on, um, and that I I say are the most important are your sales emails, um, mostly because there's a ton of sales emails to write, and the sales page. So these two really do the, the core of the selling. And for sure, there's supporting launch content, you know, there's social posts, there's, you know, Mm -hmm. webinar content, if you're maybe doing a challenge, or if you're running Facebook ads, there, there definitely is this content too. But really, any way you slice it, you're almost always leading them back to one of those two main components, which is either emails or a sales page, in order to make those conversions. That's where the conversions happen. That makes a lot of sense. So obviously that launch copy, really important. Um, If we're going to go the DIY route and try to create that launch copy, are there some like common mistakes or missteps that we should be aware of? Yes, absolutely. So first mistake I think I always see is just focusing too much on the features. It's, Mm. and you know, it's not the features that sell. Like nobody, nobody wakes up and being like, I want to buy another course. You know, I want those (laughs) five downloads or the six group coaching calls or another Facebook group, right? These are all the features. And like, you know, what, what they do want is that transformation though, that your course will give them. So you always want to lead with the transformation and the benefits and like helping them see how they can overcome the problem. And then you can follow it up with the nitty gritty features, but know that it's the benefits that do most of the selling. So that's what we want to focus on in our, our launch emails. Got it. Okay. So it sounds like when we're creating copy for an upcoming launch, if people are going the DIY route, obviously if they're working with you or another launch copywriter, uh, you're going to be guiding them through this process. But if they're going the DIY route or they're, you know, just getting started with planning for this launch, what are some things to keep in mind when it comes to, you know, gearing up to create that copy? Yeah. So, so definitely the, you know, the benefits that I mentioned. And another thing too, that I, I guess a mistake that I also often see Mm -hmm. is just a lack of personality in Mm. our launch copy. Like 
the thing is your emails need to be worthwhile to send them. Like they need to be emails that people want to read. And I have a rule of thumb and that I always ask myself and, you know, it, and it's the question that will, will my readers still enjoy reading this even if they don't purchase? And it's really Mm. important because, you know, we still want your, your emails to be entertaining. You still want them to be valuable. You still want them to be educational, even if they don't purchase. So that's something I always like to ask too, to really like a, a nice lens on your emails to make sure it still has that, you know, the, that value and that personality touch in them for your readers. That's such a great piece of advice. I love that that's something that you keep kind of front of mind when you're creating those emails and you're writing your own copy because I I, I just think that like that's such a brilliant way to think about how we can show up and serve our audience through the content that we're creating versus getting like hyper-focused on making the sale. Exactly. Like we never want to just spit off the features in every single email, right? Because that's a really great way to not have any personality and just lose interest in your reader. So what you really want to do is connect with them through these emails. And my, you know, my advice, I guess, for all of this is, is to think about using stories in your mm-hmm. emails. That's a really great way to shake up your emails um, because stories will help trigger memories and like share experiences and stuff. So that is a great way to add some personality into your email. So you're not just saying the same, same thing in every email. That's a really, really great piece of advice. And stories can be such a, such a nice way to paint that picture of that transformation that you're offering through that service or that program or that product, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So I think that um, just in my experience, when I look at some of my students or even some of my branding clients, it can feel, I, I see that sometimes they get a little stuck when they think about, okay, how am I going to create this content to talk about this offer or this new product or this service that I'm launching? And uh, you know, thinking about tying in their own personal experiences or their experiences that they have created or facilitated for past clients or past students, and then weaving those in through, like you're saying, those sales emails or even social content, that can be such a beautiful way to illustrate the kind of growth that's possible in a way that still feels really approachable and doesn't turn someone off because it's not like super salesy. Exactly. And you totally nailed it because so often people come to me and say, I feel like I'm being salesy. Mm -hmm. And this right there is the answer to that. Like as soon as you bring in stories, you kind of like humanize everything and you you, like kind of take off that sales mask and Mm -hmm. you, you can connect with your readers so much better through stories. That makes so much sense. Do you think that there's any kind of like types of stories that you see usually perform better and do more of that, that kind of great work of humanizing? Or I know that that's probably a bit of a loaded question because I know that everyone's stories are so unique and so amazing. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's just it. Like often people get fearful of stories because they think that they need to have like a rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that's the case at all. I actually think the quite opposite. I think like the kind of mundane stories are the ones that people connect with more because they may not be able to relate to those rags to riches stories. Mm-hmm. So I really do think it's the kind of the everyday stories for sure. If you have, you know, client stories, clients success stories. Um, those do very well. Those really help uh, kind of bust down objections for your reader. And yeah, I, I mean, I always suggest my my students and clients just to keep like a running tab of 
story ideas through throughout the day and like even if they're actually especially if they're not in launch mode just always have some story bank ideas running so then when you do sit down to write you've already got a a list of ideas to pull from so you don't have to just be sitting down at like a a blank screen because I feel like that's just the worst there's like nothing more intimidating than just right. like seeing that like there's a blank screen and the like blank doc and that cursor is just like blinking and staring at you yep. right in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you always want to prep beforehand and yeah, just keep throwing those story ideas in. Maybe something, you know, ha- funny happened at dinner that you can relate it back to, you know, um, a, a problem that your client has. So mm-hmm. it can really be as simple as that. That's a really fantastic advice. And that idea of kind of keeping a running list or that sort of story idea bank is such a practical way to start to really ease the the burden that we can feel when it comes to creating launch copy. Because I, I think that, like you said, it's easy to overthink it and it's easy to kind of get inside our heads and especially like you said, taking advantage of those down seasons, those kind of in-between seasons when you're not in launch mode, I feel like that probably gives you the space to generate those ideas without the rush and without the pressure. Exactly, because this stuff really all does take time. So the more we can help ourselves out, um, you know, when we're not in launch mode, because there's just so many other moving parts, right? So yeah. yeah. Got it. That makes so much sense. Well, Danny, one question that I always love asking here on the BSP is, you know, kind of at the end of this conversation, thinking about the people who are tuning in today who are ready to use strategic copy. They're ready to weave in more of that story, more of that personality, less of those features in order to serve their clients, our customers, or students well. What kind of encouragement would you want to send them off with today? Mm, I love this question. So yeah, I think my point of encouragement is really that we we all have to start somewhere. And the thing is, like, we look at the big six and seven figure launches, and we wonder if we could ever do that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, they have a huge team and a huge marketing budget, and they've probably been doing it for a while, too. So my, my encouragement here is, for one, that you just got to start, but also for two, that it's okay to start small. Like you can have a minimal viable launch, very simply just a like a sales page and a couple emails and, and that's it. And then you can start adding in, you know, for the, your next launch, start adding in maybe a webinar or, you know, all those bells and whistles that we hear about. Uh, but just know that it doesn't have to happen all at once. So just kind of give yourself the grace of, of knowing that, that you can start small and then it will build off of that. That is amazing encouragement and really fantastic advice too, because it helps us remember that it doesn't have to be perfect in order to be done, that it can be something that we start small with and that we grow and we learn along the way. So I I really appreciate you sharing that because it helps it feel so much more approachable and so much more doable, even if you're just getting started. For sure. And like when you write, I mean, the the sales page and the emails are very daunting tasks, right? But once they're done, you get, you can use those for every launch thereafter, right? It's not like you're starting from scratch every Mm -hmm. single time. Yeah. Ah, Such a good, such a good thought. Well, Danny, where can people find you and connect with you online? Yes. So I, uh, I hang out most on Instagram, so you can definitely find me there. I'm at dannypage.online. 
And I also have a super fun expert insights guide that I'd love to pass along to your audience too. I was, yeah, I was fortunate enough to do a little interview series and interview some top marketing experts on their best launch tips. Mm -hmm. So I chatted with, um, some entrepreneurs like Jasmine Starr, Melissa Griffin, Tyler McCall, Steph Taylor. There's, it's just, um, you know, a ton of really wonderful marketers in there. So you can Mm -hmm. snag their brilliant insights to help with your next launch too. So that's at dannypage.com slash expert insights. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Danny. And Friends, if you're tuning in, as always, I'm going to have all of Danny's links and that incredible free resource she's sharing with us in the show notes for today's episode. So if you go to brandstrategypodcast.com and click on the latest episode link, all that's going to be waiting for you there. Danny, I am so grateful to get to have had this conversation with you and to you know hear about your expertise and really talk through this amazing concept of launch copy with you. And I am so excited to get to share that amazing resource you've put together with people. So thank you so much for that generous offer. Thank you so much for having me, Bonnie. What an honor to be here. Oh my goodness. Well, it's been such a blast. You've been such an amazing person to chat with. And I am always so grateful for your just expertise and sharing your time and your energy with us in this way. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Friends, as always, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If anything that we talked about today really resonated with you or helped reshape the way that you think about launch copy or gave you some practical advice and ideas you can implement, and you know someone in the industry who could use this encouragement, be sure to pass this along. The more that we're able to share this content with others, I think the more we can help bust some myths around how challenging or you know like overwhelming or daunting launch copy can be. And especially if you are tuning in, you've got a big launch coming up and you need some help and need someone to walk you through this, Danny is a great person to look to. And so definitely reach out to her. And as you can tell, she's a wealth of information. So friends, as always, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate your support and your positive reviews of the Brand Strategy Podcast. And as always, I'm cheering you on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Plus, I'll be randomly selecting a handful of lucky reviewers each month to receive a little thank you surprise for me in the mail. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.